Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the CDL Podcast channel. In this episode today, going to be a mini solo episode here talking about this bombshell news that dropped uh, with the Hex and Scump suing of Activision uh, involving the CDL. So if you guys enjoy this one, be sure to leave a like, comment, and subscribe. If you like these short form, like little breaking news things, we usually do them for massive things, and I would consider this a massive thing. Uh, if you enjoy it, also, you can check out the podcast, uh, which comes out pretty much every Monday night uh, with Brock and I, and it's just talking all things involving CDL, matches, news, everything. But I do usually little solo episodes when bombshell roster news or breaking news drops. Uh, we don't want to wait until Monday night to record it. So appreciate all you guys checking this out. And let's just jump into it. Going to try to keep this one pretty short and sweet overall, probably less than 15 minutes if I can, uh, maybe even shorter. But Obviously, I'm not a lawyer, uh, so I don't know like every little detail. I haven't had a chance to read through the pages and pages because uh, I've been busy since this was pretty much filed late last night uh, or the news came out late last night. However, I did study uh, constitutional law in college, so this is a topic that I'm not saying I'm an expert in by any means, but uh, particularly interests me when we get into lawsuits and uh, legal battles and legal stuff. Um, I studied both criminal and constitutional law a bit in college, so something that really interests me. Um, so let's get into it. First, I'm going to start with the tweet from Breaking Point that kind of just, they said they uh, obtained a copy of the case filing, some further takeaways, kind of just like the main points, going to read through those quickly. Um, so further takeaways from it, uh, Scump, Hex, and an LLC registered to Hex are the only plaintiffs. There are no other CDL teams on the suit. Uh, and the case actually names the 11 other CDL teams and CDL team owners as co-conspirators of Activision in perpetrating an unlawful monopoly, which is very interesting because when it first came out, it was being reported that like Hex Scump along with some other owners had filed the suit, but that actually is not the case. And uh, the all 11 other teams are actually named as co-conspirators in the monopoly, which is very interesting. Um, uh, in the CDL, the, the suit claims Activision takes 50% of CDL revenue, which is insane we'll get into a little piece of that a little bit later uh, and then the remaining 50 percent is redistributed evenly amongst the cdl teams the 12 teams which if i'm not mistaken i believe there's something like that in professional sports i think at least in the mlb and nba not sure about nfl maybe somebody knows that in the comments but i believe there is like a revenue share in those professional sports leagues in america where like a certain percentage of ticket sales and like Jersey revenue gets evenly distributed amongst teams. And, you know, some teams have had issues with that. Um, like the top example I can think of if it is a thing in the MLB would be like a, a team like the Yankees who sell a lot of tickets uh, and have a lot of fan participation, but then a team like the Oakland athletics who are historically known for basically having an empty stadium. Uh, the Yankees may have an issue with them getting even amounts of money for like a TV deal and uh, like seat deal and stuff, because obviously the Yankees are bringing in much more money than the Oakland A's. Uh, so that's kind of a, a thing that I can see. And you could see how Hex in a market that isn't as popular as, you know, the MLB, NBA, uh, NFL isn't bringing in nearly as much money talking about the CDL, not bringing nearly in uh, as much money as those big time sports leagues. Uh, you can see how Hex would potentially have an issue with this uh, redistributed evenly among the 12 teams, because even if you're a fan of another team, uh, you obviously have to admit that Optic is bringing in most of the eyes and uh, has most of the fans for the CDL. Obviously not all, but Optic is certainly the biggest player bringing in the most money for the CDL, and that's without debate. Um, we learned that the cost of the CDL spot is actually 27.5 million, not the 25 million that we've 
heard as reported, which 25, 27 and a half million either way, <laughs> insane, uh, way too much for a spot. Uh, in 2021, Hex tried to buy the OGLA spot, but was denied. Uh, and this spot was eventually sold to 100T and rebranded as LA Thieves, which we obviously knew. Um, we didn't know maybe necessarily that Hex tried to buy it and was denied, but we did know obviously the LA Thieves part. Uh, Hex is asking for damages of 100 million and Scump is asking for damages of 20 million. Monopoly is referenced, uh, referenced 66 times in the filing. Uh, and the essential crux of the lawsuit is Hex and Scump are alleging that Activision exercised its unlawful monopoly power over competitive Call of Duty in a way that harmed both of them, costing them both millions of dollars in economic harm and lost opportunities. So there's like the general of the lawsuit. Um, an interesting point that I saw, which was reported um, by a James Fudge, who is a co-founder and editor of the Esports Advocate. Um, first time I've seen his name on here, but it's an interesting report. So, um, he said he's had it since last night, read through it. And the thing that stands out most is this line from, uh, the lawsuit, which is quote on a conference call, one Activision executive explicitly told Rodriguez, uh, referring to hex that he was not the quote type of owner Activision wanted for the league. Activision made it clear to Rodriguez that he would be required to partner with billionaire investors who looked like Activision's ideal, uh, partner or leave the professional call of duty market altogether. Uh, and like he's saying the implication, and maybe he's reading too much between the lines. He says, uh, being that wraith race or ethnicity was the reason they declined him to give a CDL franchise on his own. So this is a very interesting point. Uh, obviously we don't technically know, or I don't want to speculate too much on what they meant, but, um, the, the phrasing of, you know, not the type of owner, or you don't look like Activision's ideal partner. Maybe they're referring to money, but this does look uh, very bad because um, obviously when you're talking about the the typical billionaire investors, they said they wanted them to potentially look more like NFL or sports owners. We obviously know predominantly white owners. Uh, older white male is like the, the general demographic of sports owners in the U.S. Obviously not all, but that is the predominant um, look, to, to quote it, um, of those owners. So very interesting and obviously very, very messed up. Uh, statement if that is what they meant by it um, and he has a real case if that is the case uh, however like when you look at some of the other points I don't know and once again not a lawyer not involved in this from the outside looking in I obviously support um, Hex and Scump but from just my initial thoughts on it it looks rough for them to win and once again I could be wrong um, to me I think it's going to be a lot on proving they were coerced, like they said, uh, which I'll get into that in a second, and that they did want to hold Hex out based on uh, like race or ethnicity would be a big point because obviously completely wrong and something you can't do. Uh, you can't just be like, well, you don't look like what we want, so we can hold you out. Obviously not okay. Um, so that could be a crux of uh, the lawsuit there. Uh, Activision responded to the lawsuit uh, by saying, quote, Mr. Rodriguez and Mr. Abner demanded that Activision pay them tens of million dollars to avoid this meritless litigation. And when their demands were not met, they filed. We will strongly defend against those claims, which have no basis in fact or in law. We are disappointed that these members of the esports community would bring this suit, which is disruptive to team owners, players, fans, and partners who have invested so much time and energy into the Call of Duty League's success, end quote which that last sentence about uh, they're disappointed that these members of the community would bring this suit uh, 
that is disruptive to players, fans, partners, and you know the people who have invested so much time and energy into the Call of Duty League success uh, is funny to me because absolutely, yes, the employees who are working for Activision that truly care about the league and are working on it, sure, they have invested so much time and energy. Absolutely. Much respect to those people. Um, but Activision, let's be honest, that's a joke that they say they have invested so much time and energy into the Call of Duty League success because, um, as we know, they have done nothing um, from the start but hinder Call of Duty Esports growth, just speaking on Activision themselves as a corporation. Uh, and so much time and energy into the Call of Duty League success is also a joke because they just laid off uh, those hardworking people. Most of them, what was it, like hundreds of employees in the Esports division, they laid off all but like 12 or something. Uh, so they laid off the actual hardworking people who invested so much time uh, because they don't care about the Call of Duty League success. Let's be honest. Call call a spade a spade. Um, Activision laid off the real people, the hardworking individuals who unfortunately lost their job um, from Activision. Those were the real heroes of investing time and energy into the Call of Duty League, not Activision, the corporation. Um, and there was a tweet from Jacob Hale that I think kind of hammers home this point. He said, as I've said it before, and I'll say it again, every Call of Duty fan on the internet saw the franchising of the esport as a huge net negative and called it out for what it was from the start. The fact this is now happening shouldn't surprise anyone. Couldn't agree more. We all saw like city-based, uh, basically doing away with majors, making champs a tiny pool of teams instead of the 32-team classic. We all saw this as, as a negative coming. We, we all knew where this was headed and knew it was in a negative direction. Maybe we didn't see Hex and Scum suing the league in the future, but... We knew this didn't exactly uh, sound great. Um, some other points from this. Uh, the lawsuit um, filed by Hex and Scump also says that Activision bought MLG in 2016 to fully monopolize its esports business and claiming Activision failed to get FTC permission to acquire MLG, kind of essentially hammering home that point of monopoly and monopolizing the esports business around Call of Duty. Um, they're basically also saying that they were coerced into buying into the league in order to participate in Call of Duty Esports and like the fact that Activision's taking so much money, they monopolized uh, like sponsorship deals, taking 50% of ticket sales, um, saying players couldn't play in tournaments, hindering the growth of players unlawfully. Uh, I guess I don't know exactly what's going to happen, obviously, but the big point to me and the scary thing to me is the fact that they all signed a contract, which is going to be very tough. And you know Activision has their billions and billions, and they are going to get a super team of lawyers um, because we obviously know Activision, the corporation, unfortunately has more money than Scump and Hex to fight this. Um, so they are going to pay a lot to get these lawyers uh, to mitigate for them. But I, it seems tough to me because it's going to be tough unless maybe I'm wrong and there's something in the lawsuit that changes that I haven't seen. But it seems to me in general it's going to be tough to convince them that you were coerced and that these things are unlawful when you signed a contract as much as i agree that they are unlawful and especially on the point if if he was held uh held out of being an owner based on uh like discrimination of race or ethnicity obviously that changes everything if that is true that is a point that changes everything because that is obviously something uh you can't hold somebody out of the league or, or hold somebody out of something uh for because you don't like the way they look uh, or their race or ethnicity. That is obviously uh, something that is completely changes the the point of the lawsuit, in my opinion. But it's going to be tough considering you signed a contract and agreed to all these things uh, to prove or, or get these damages or win this lawsuit, in my opinion. But I guess, once again, not a lawyer, so I don't know. Um, however, 
the last point I want to drive home before we wrap it up here is it's scary to me for the future of Call of Duty Esports that this happened because obviously Hex and Scump, along with probably Nadeshot, are our two biggest players. Um, and I don't see a way that this ends up well. It basically signifies to me whether it's irrelevant whether Hex and Scump win this lawsuit. It seems like the CDL is dead following this to me because either A, they're going to win the lawsuit, the CDL is going to have to pay out damages and pretty much disband um, and cease to exist so that's one possibility obviously kills the cdl uh and if that happens also seems like the cwl probably wouldn't exist either because activision's probably like screw this we're not going to deal with hex and optic and this entire division of esports that we lose money on every year for the most part uh because we don't want to deal with this hassle and um these lawsuits and we're losing money on it anyway so why would we fund this when these people did us did us wrong and cost us a ton of money I could see Activision being spiteful about that and not giving them access to the IP to be able to run a league. So either way, either CDL dies or they are like, screw you, middle finger up to the competitive community and Hex and Scump in general. And they're like, screw this. We're not giving you the IP. You can't run a league. Uh, competitive Call of Duty is dead. So that's a, a terrible scenario, obviously. Or if Hex and Scump lose, they may be you know forced to back out of the CDL or want to back out and just not be involved in Call of Duty esports. Uh, which also is terrible because, you know, maybe the CDL would go on, still probably not likely either way, but even if it dies and they're willing to give the IP out to teams to be able to run a league or somebody uh, to be able to run a league, but Hex, Scump, and Optic are not involved, obviously, once again, horrendous uh, for um, for the future of Call of Duty Esports because a, a Call of Duty Esports without Hex, Scump, and Optic is obviously a much negative, much more negative outlook that probably would not end well for Call of Duty Esports. So just wanted to hop on here, kind of give my thoughts, breakdown uh, for those of you that are kind of trying to dissect the news. We're all trying to to, uh, to dissect exactly what it means. Like I said, not a lawyer, don't know exactly obviously what's going on and um, how to, to process it all, but just wanted to get on, give my thoughts. We like to do these mini solo little episodes when something uh, drops on the timeline that is a bombshell. And this is probably one of the biggest bombshells if not the biggest bombshell that's dropped on the timeline since uh we started doing this podcast probably up there with like when the hex uh merger was happening with nb so obviously probably things i missed probably things i didn't cover here that uh should have been covered so if i didn't my bad i'm sure there's plenty of videos and stuff out there podcasts for you to listen to that discuss this topic if you guys enjoyed be sure to leave a like comment and subscribe this one's probably only going to go up on youtube but um Maybe I'll throw it up on Spotify just in case anybody wants to listen on that platform, but probably going to only go up on YouTube. Um, come check us out on the regular podcast Monday nights if you want. Brock and I just, you know, kind of shoot the shit, the typical talk CDL, talk matches, talk teams, make tier lists, you know, the typical, typical stuff uh, like a sports podcast talking about that. So we appreciate all the support if you guys come check us out. Um, thank you guys so much for watching. Hope you enjoyed it and, uh, excited. Well, excited is maybe not the best word, but interested to see where this lawsuit goes in the coming days, weeks, months, years. So thank you guys so much for watching and we will see you in the next one.